You're listening to the Remax Hustle Podcast, brought to you by Remax of Western Canada. Well, hi there, and welcome to the Remax Hustle Podcast. My name is Wade Patterson. I'm a franchise development consultant with Remax of Western Canada, and I'm your host for this audio experience. The Remax Hustle Podcast is all about providing you with value by leveraging the knowledge and expertise of our Remax network. On this episode, I'm joined by Elizabeth McQueen of Remax Crest Realty in Vancouver. Specializing in luxury properties, Elizabeth has proven to be an excellent negotiator and advocate for her clients over the past three decades, consistently keeping her in the top 5% of realtors at the Vancouver Real Estate Board. Elizabeth's tight global connections have allowed her to power through the often complex transactions that result from seven or even eight-figure real estate deals. Recently, she sold a $23 million property in Vancouver known as Redwood Estate, and she did so in 16 days. Elizabeth, welcome to the Remax Hustle podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Great to have you on, and I want to start off by going back to the early days of your career. This is a two-part question. Part one, what originally enticed you into real estate? And the second part, did you always plan to focus on luxury real estate? Well, you know, and it's so long ago, how do you remember these things? <laughs> but I do remember I was, uh, I was selling my house and the agent that I was using was completely useless. I had to take my own photos, stage each one of them to make the house look its best. And I thought at some point, boy, if he can make a living doing this, I'm confident I could do the same. I've always had an interest in interior design, so I thought maybe I could use that to my advantage. So um, that's how I ended up getting into it. Um, and I was also taking my urban land economics at the same time. So they kind of balanced off each other. And then about the luxury side of things, I started my career in West Vancouver in the REMAX master's office, which is still under the same umbrella that I'm working with right now. I was seeing all these beautiful luxury homes in West Vancouver, and it intrigued me. I wanted to know more about the people who lived there. What was their story? How did they achieve their success? It very quickly became, to me, more about learning the stories about the people in, in those types of homes. And how did that all come together? I've always been pretty curious. And uh, that's really how I ended up going in that direction. A lot of agents I've spoken to are interested in what it takes to build a brand that specializes in luxury properties. What advice would you give to those agents with regard to how you've built such a strong reputation in that aspect? Well, thank you for that. You know, I think in the real estate business, it's important to brand yourself. But even more importantly, on the luxury side, you know, potential clients, they need to know what it is you've got to offer. What does your marketing look like? How's that going to impact your marketing uh, that you're going to do for them? If it's on point or is it a complete mishmash, they're going to notice. And, you know, we have to remember we're always interviewing for our next job with every piece of marketing that we put out there. And whether that's, I don't know, social media, print, mailings, all of it matters. So I think it's important to really focus on what that does and how it represents you. 
I also think it's important that you update yourself with marketing courses and designations, you know, like the ones that are offered at the, uh, what is it, the Institute for Luxury Home Marketing and the Remax Collection. So it's something you have to work on constantly and just, you know, kind of drip, drip, drip at it to make sure that you're always, always on point. It's interesting because over the past few decades, the way we market has changed drastically. You mentioned their social media. In luxury especially, is it important that you're adapting and continually evolving with regard to what types of marketing services you offer your clients? Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, my, my business has changed quite a bit in 2020. One of the things that I really embraced was video. So when I first got in the business, it was uh, you, it was taking ads out in the local newspaper. That's how long ago it was. So you would get this. There was a real estate newspaper that was going around, and we'd all you know send our money in to take out full page ads or half page ads, and that's how people really got to know what you had to offer and what listings you had because we. Again, in those days, we had the, the green book, you know, it was the book that had all the listings in it. And you would get that once a week and you'd have to go through it and update it yourself every day on what the price changes were or if something sold. And, you know, we were never supposed to give that book out to anyone because they would be getting our information and how would they ever need us. We've come a long, long way and all for the better. I think everything is much more streamlined now. It's a much better way of handling things. One of the things I mentioned in the bio was that $23 million Redwood estate. And with a podcast, we're lacking the visuals, but I'm wondering if you can articulate for our audience what exactly that property was like. Oh my goodness, it was so special. It's in an area in Vancouver called Shaughnessy. And Shaughnessy is made up of a collection of beautiful, beautiful homes that probably started back in 1910 or 1912. Uh, this particular home, as it turns out, was only 20 years old, and it was built by the seller. And he raised his family in there, and it was 10,000 square feet on uh, three levels, so full, full basement and uh, two uh, upper levels but it only had four bedrooms in it. So we call it an estate simply because it was built with the uh, the French chateau look to it. So four bedrooms, unlike a lot of the new big homes you see these days that have six, seven, eight bedrooms at a time. So it, there was a lot of thought that went into it. And the, the basement level that I refer to uh, had a full indoor swimming pool, a full professional gym, a golf uh, center, a spa where they'd have their masseur come in and give spa um, massages to them weekly. It was it was just a beautiful home, and in the backyard, it was about a third or just under a half a half an acre, and it had a full tennis court and beautifully beautifully manicured lawns and, and gardens. So it was very very special. Interested in learning more about a career in real estate? Head over to joinremax.ca. What is the story behind how you landed that listing and what was your marketing strategy in order to get it sold? Well, I've been using geographical farming for a lot of years and this listing came as a direct result of that. 
the homeowners, they'd been receiving my monthly market reports for ages, and they'd actually contacted me earlier just to say how much they liked them, and that when they were ready to sell, I'd be getting a call from them. So that's what happened. They called me to come in and have a look at it, and uh, we talked some numbers. And uh, in fact, uh, they were thinking they would get a much lower number. And I said, no, I think $24 million is a good place to start. And we ended up getting it sold, as you mentioned, at $23 million. So I was very happy for them. They were thrilled. So we had to really focus on the kind of marketing we were going to do for that. And because it was so special, I really thought it was important to just take the time to put all the collateral material together needed that uh, we were going to use to showcase it. And it was it was hard on the on the sellers, the homeowners, because it took about three and a half weeks to get all of that together. They were just thinking like, oh, we'll get some photos and we'll get it out there and get it on. I said, no, we have to wait. And, you know, we wanted a perfect day to take the photos. You know, it had to be a sunny day. And, you know, we did drone shots and we did video with it. Something we use, I use is uh, Matterport, so it's a 3D version. And so normally when I'm using a Matterport, it'll be the inside of the house. But for this one, it wasn't just 10,000 square feet inside, but I had the entire property done as well, including the tennis court. So you can actually get onto the tennis court and look back at the house and, and walk through every square inch of that tennis court. And I also created um, a special website for it so that you could just go there and look at all the various media that we used. And so it would all be provided for you in the one spot. Another thing I touched on in the bio is the fact that you've leveraged global connections to be successful as an agent. How specifically has the Remax and the Remax collection brands played a role in helping you make those connections and market yourself? Well, you know, I couldn't have done any of this without Remax and the Remax collection behind me for these past <clears throat> 31 years. And uh, it's hard to even say that number, honestly. But, you know, the solidity behind the name and the brand worldwide means everything. And it's really allowed me to cultivate some amazing connections uh, and referrals globally. And part of that was why I created something I call my Luxury Global Estates Group. And, and that's a cultivated, specialized group of luxury agents that I've personally met and have relationships with around the globe. And it's, they're all REMAX agents. And so the thing with REMAX is that we are so, we're everywhere on the globe and there's so many of us to choose from. I felt like I really needed to fine tune it to help it work within my own needs. And so that I could get a little bit of bragging rights in front of my clients to say, how great these people are, and and I know them around the globe, and they're going to help us in the marketing of your property. And whatever it is that you need over there, you need a, a pied de terre in Paris, or you need um, something in Geneva. I've got people there that I know, and I have had lunches with or dinners with, and I know them, and I know that they think the way that I do, and I know that they would connect with you very, very well. So. That's what Remax has allowed me to do. Since this is the Remax Hustle podcast, we like to end every episode with a hustle tip. So, Elizabeth, what is your Remax Hustle tip for accomplishing a task when you need to get something done? I would say that multitasking does not exist. I think you need to focus on one thing and really drill down and focus on that for give yourself a timeline or whatever that happens to be. 
and nothing else happens in between. I've always used to brag about that I'm very good multitasker until I learned that we have so many things coming at us through through the internet, through social media, through so many different things that we're taking in every day that it's easy to get fractured. And so I have found that when there is something on my list that needs to be done, I take one of those items, usually the, the one at the bottom of the list that I don't really want to do, and, uh, and I deal with that one first. And I just, you know, I'll turn off all my notifications and just turn, including the phone, and just turn everything off and just focus on that uh, until I can get that accomplished. Well, thank you so much, Elizabeth, for taking the time to share your knowledge on this episode of the Remax Hustle podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It was great fun. And that's all for this episode. We hope you took away an idea or strategy to help grow your business and perhaps most importantly, allow you to continue that Remax Hustle. We'll catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Remax Hustle podcast. Please make sure to subscribe and rate this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from. 